Hello, and welcome to This and That. My name is John Miranda, and I will be your host for this show. Let's talk about responsibility today. You know, that, ooh, that really big, heavy-duty word. Kind of reminds me a little bit of Dobie Gillis in that uh, sitcom. I forget the name of it right now, but, you know, someone would mention work, and he'd go, work, work. You know, like he was really, he was really had a uh, an aversion for work, if you will. And people can be that way about responsibility as well. The word originally comes from respond, which means to pledge back. You know, if you're being asked to be responsible for something in a job, well, you're pledging yourself to that. You're saying, yes, I am going to be um, the, the causative agent. You know, I am going to do what I need to do in order to make this job go well. Or if you're being asked to be responsible for, you know, a child. So the parents are going away and they need a babysitter and, and they want you to take care of their child. Well, they want you to be responsible, which is to say they want you to care for that person and do whatever you need to do in order to maintain its happiness and its safety while they're gone. So I like the concept of caring. You know, caring enough to where if something is going incorrectly, that you'll do something about it. You know, it could be as simple as you're you're walking around your apartment and there's some trash there, so maybe some paper blue uh, on your part of the near your apartment, and so you pick it up and throw it away. You know, you're being responsible. Or if you see something happening to somebody that shouldn't be happening to them, uh, you'll act. Now, you may not get right into it because you may it may be something that that, that you can get hurt by. But at least you'll do something to try to alleviate the matter. You know, call somebody else, yell out for help, or something like that. But we don't find, as a general rule, in my opinion anyway, people's responsibility levels being very high these days. You um, you can look around and you can see it. Because if people were truly being responsible, you know, and caring about themselves and about others and about other things, we would be doing a lot better than we are today. Um, I've mentioned this before, but some years ago in New York, uh, there was a big apartment building, I don't know, eight or nine stories high or something. Some woman was coming home and she got attacked by someone with a knife and was stabbing her and she was yelling, help, help. People rolled up their windows and looked out, you know, but nobody came down to actually help her and she actually died. And that's because people simply didn't care. Their responsibility level was too low. And we find that today an awful lot. I live in an apartment complex right now, and it's very, very observable here. In the situation here where I'm living amongst other people, normally, you know, um, I don't know if normally is quite the right word, but I was saying, you know, you walk by somebody, you say hi, you know, you nod at them or something like that. Maybe not so much today anymore, but, but that's caring about other people, you know, and at least being uh, having enough manners to recognize their presence and to validate the, their existence by simply saying hello or something to them like that. But it seems like today you're expected to kind of keep to your own self. I know um, I had a situation that I had to go to the leasing office for, and I had mentioned that I had spoken to the lady earlier about uh, the noise that she was making upstairs, and she, the leasing agent, chastised me and said, we don't want you talking to people. And her rationale 
was somewhat understandable because she's going, you know, you don't know if they got a gun or what they're going to do. But that's also, um, that's also cutting your communication to your neighbors and being able to be responsible and to be able to act and be uh, cause over something that's not happening incorrectly to make it, to make it correct. Um, and so she was cutting my communication line. And it's interesting that she, she cut it using the, the emotional tone level of fear, which is something else to talk about. But I think that has a lot to do with responsibility with people. The more afraid they are, the less they're willing to act, the less they're willing to stick their neck out, the less they're willing to get out there and help people for what might happen to them. And that's a mistake, for we are all our brother's keepers. We have to, well, we, we live here together, and we're going to be as happy and as successful as we can work together. And we need help sometimes. And that help could simply be a, a shoulder to cry on, you know, or someone who goes, how are you doing? You don't look so happy. You know, and you can kind of unload with them and feel better afterwards rather than someone looking at you and going, ooh, I don't want nothing to do with that, and walking away. But I think, you know, I think I think responsibility is like, it's something that we're born with in a way, just like we're born with curiosity, you know, and, oh, what's this and what's that? Um, but that gets beaten out of us as we get older, you know. We 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 try to, be, to help somebody, and and that help turns out to be, you know, upset to us and some kind of harm to us. And so we're not so eager the next time to stick our necks out and to help that person or any person for that matter because it can go real general. And you decide, well, I'm just going to look out for number one, you know. Well, number one can't exist without number two and three and all the rest of us, you know. We need one another in order to live. But again, I think that um, a lot of the irresponsibility or irresponsibleness that we're seeing around us has to do with the acts that have been against us, things that have been done against us, and, and also things that we've done, you know. Uh, someone on drugs, they're not very responsible. I'll tell you that right now. It reduces their care level. They don't care. I mean, dig. They don't even care about themselves that much, that they're taking illegal drugs, that sort of thing. So if they're not caring about themselves that much, guess what? They're not going to care about you that much either. And so we find people drifting down tone, you know, from being, you know, interested in life, wanting to help others, willing to being helped, to going down, 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 and, and becoming, you know, withdrawing more and more, you know, being uh, skeptical and critical and fearful of others to the point where we just live in our own little boxes. And and that's a shame because we really can't get out there and, and experience life in the joys that can be had as one expands oneself into the different areas of life, you know, beyond oneself, beyond one's family, beyond one's group that you're working for. I mean, there's 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 all these other um, peoples, you know, races, uh, nationalities, etc., that one can have something to do with. But that's that's stretching it. That's way out there. For the most part, I found that people are, are kind of willing to be responsible for themselves and, and also for their family and their children. And to some degree at work, you know, although at work they're going, well, I'm not getting paid to do that, you know. Or I'm getting paid so much money and this is my responsibility. I'm not stepping over that. I'm not going to do any anything more. I'm not going to do anything more than what I'm being paid for. And that's a shame. And it's not just the individual employee, but it's also the manager. You know, it, it is true that parents have a lot to do with and affect their children a lot. Uh, matter of fact, their first training 
their first education, their first training comes from their parents. And if their parents are downtoned, you know, if they're fearful, if they're antagonistic, this is going to impinge on that child, and it's going to make a difference. I had a, I had a really good friend, Eddie Brower. I, I, he ended up going to jail, and I don't know what happened to him after that. He might not even be alive today. But his parents rode him, man, and they were really, really mean. You know, I, I well, my father was this way too, but I, I couldn't go into his house. His parents would not let his um, would not let him bring any friends in, into his home, into their home. My father was that way too, and, and but that's you know, and that just indicates to some degree the level of irresponsibility or not care that those parents had, and so we get that being impinged upon children, and they become that same way as well, and so we get kind of a contagion here of irresponsibleness that rolls forward. We can see it also where a child is given responsibility or is not given responsibility, you know. He wants to, for example, help his father. Um, you know, we work on the car, and the father goes, "No, no, no! You're just going to get um, get in trouble here. You're going to make it harder for me." Or, or wants to help the mother, you know, sweeping or vacuuming, and she goes, "You know, why don't you go find something to play? You know, it's, you're just going to make things worse. Uh, I can do it. I can handle it myself." And so the child is taught right there not to be responsible, not to care, and that they aren't that valuable of an entity, when in actual fact they are. And uh, this actually happened to me. Um, I was the older of uh, eight siblings. And I was sort of, you know, well, you're the oldest one, you know, uh, they look up to you, and so we're going to trust you with taking care of them. So this one night, uh, my parents went out somewhere, and and I was babysitting. And uh, one of the twin sisters, one of my twin sisters, you know, she did something that she shouldn't have done. I can't even remember today what it was. And I gave her a little slap or a little tap or a little something. I don't know what it was. Anyway, as soon as my parents came in the door, she just unloaded on them, and, you know, what I had done and blah, 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 blah. And my father got really pissed off. And he said, okay, that's it. You're no longer in charge of these children, and you are never, ever to hit them. Of course, that was correct. I should have never hit her. No question about that. But then to completely take that responsibility away from me, completely take that job away from me, I mean, it really dealt a, an emotional blow to me. But you see this not caring around you all the time, if you look. And um, and when you do see it, you probably wonder about it. Well, don't. It's, it's simply those people that are not being responsible for, for something that they should be being responsible for are just too downtone, you know? They just don't care. Many of them are in apathy, you know. They've tried perhaps and tried and tried and tried and failed and failed and failed, and now they just don't care anymore. But they're just downtone. That's all there is to it, simplicity of it. And, and, and that has to do with their experiences like Not only what was done to them, but what they did as well. It's always a, two, always a two-sided coin, you know. You really can't hurt somebody and not become the adverse effect of that. You really can't. And similarly, someone can't hurt you without becoming the adverse effect of that as well. So we get this, we get this sort of phenomenon happening uh, from one to the other as we, as we grow older. But um, again, look around you and you can see it. Like I look around this apartment building that I'm in, and, uh, and there, are, there are rules, you know. Uh, like, for example, you're not supposed to put uh, store stuff on your balcony, and yet you look, I look around, there's bicycles, children's toys, barbecue stuff. 
you're not supposed to put furniture or anything else in the compactor. Just carpet. It says it right there. Big ass sign, you know, big old sign. And yet, I can always tell what day it is if I'm not sure because the weekend when people are moving out, there's always some furniture there. Like this morning, uh, although it's not the weekend, there's uh, two giant mattresses. And by the way, the compactor is not working. It hasn't been. There's some part that broke. And so they've had to bring in a dumpster uh, so people can throw their trash in. Well, if they actually had enforced that, um, if the management, and this is what I started talking about earlier, you can determine the tone level of, of management as well, and it, will, and it will go downhill from there. Like management did not do anything. I've been here almost a little over two years, and every weekend there's furniture of, of one kind or another. And the sign is right there. Now, they don't have uh, cameras, but at the beginnings of uh, the entry gates, and that's it. Nothing else throughout the whole property. So they can't even really tell who's doing this. But if they really cared about it, they would have. But now, because they didn't, and maybe not enough people complained about it, now we have a broken compactor and a rather unsightly trash area. But management can, if their, if their responsibility is low, you can bet that they're not going to lean on or get their staffs to be responsible. And so, and so it goes. You look at an individual's, how he takes care of his personal stuff, his car, his room, his clothes, and you see them in a state of disrepair or you see them uh, not very well organized. Well, that's the level of responsibility that has, that that person has for his personal stuff. Now, you get somebody like that who goes to work. Now, his, his responsibility might be higher at work because, you know, he might be afraid that if he doesn't do his job, he'll, he'll get fired. And uh, then he won't be able to pay his bills and, and pay his rent, etc. But he's not doing it on his own. He's being forced to do that. And so he's not being that responsible. He doesn't care as much as he should care about what goes on in that company, figuring, figuring well, you know, who am I? Uh, I got this little job here. This is my responsibility. And this is my little square. And I'm staying on the square. I'm not stepping off of that. And yet he sees. And yet he sees other staff members or employees you know, not being responsible for various parts of their, of their, uh, of their jobs, and he thinks, well, not my responsibility. Yes, it is, because what can happen is these people not being made to uh, toe the line, if you will, or do their job. Well, then the production of the company is going to suffer. It could suffer so poorly or so much that they end up having to, you know, close the business. In which case, you're out of job, all because you simply weren't willing to step over the responsibility line that defined what your job was. But I think, and I've been part of organizations and companies that go, well, there's two responsibilities. You have two hats, one or two jobs. One is the one that you were hired for, and the other one is that you're a staff member. And as a staff member, there are certain rules that you are to keep in place and help others keep in place. Like, for example, being on time. That's just a company rule. You know, Not doing any drugs uh, uh, while you're on the job. Uh, that's a company rule. And so if you see something like that, well, you should say something about that. As a matter of fact, you should say that in, in part of the rules, that in part of when you get hired, here are the company rules, and here they are, and you need to sign for these. And then, and then you need to make sure that you do uphold them because everybody's going to be affected if just a couple of people don't do their jobs or aren't responsible. And it's infectious. If, like, like here, for example, in this apartment complex, people see this. They see 
you know, storage being, think, or rather things being stored on their patio. They see others, you know, smoking marijuana or smoking some sort of tobacco or something. They see that or they hear loud radios, you know, and it, and it continues and it goes on. And maybe they've even reported it and nothing happens, which has been the case in my case here. And so you kind of go, well, um, hex with it, you know. They're not doing anything about it, so I'm not going to be. I'm not going. I'm not going to do my part myself. It may even be what management wants, because the less people contact them about things that aren't right, the less they have to act. So I always look at the manager of any group that I'm a part of that's not functioning the way it should, and there is the source of it. This manager we have now, this is our third manager since I've been here. And the other two, including this one now, are the same. Low communication skills, you know. Uh, don't answer your communications. Don't acknowledge your communications, you know. I even uh, wrote, in, wrote up a, a complaint for my next-door neighbor whose door needs some, um, I don't know what you call it, but... Uh, those little things that kind of go around it to keep the wind from coming in and it also keeps the door from making a lot of noise when you close it. And she said, I asked her about that. I said, you know, you can. They are supposed to do that, provide that for you. She goes, yeah, well, I let them know and they did nothing about it. So I go, hmm. So I went and go ahead and wrote it up. And, and I, my response was, you know, you write up you write up things that bother you, uh, that impact you. Do not mind other people's businesses. That's what I got back. Can you believe that? But it's a true story. So I think responsibleness goes hand in hand with success also. We can't get along in life without caring for others and helping others and being willing to be helped by others. So the next time you see something that quote unquote is not your job, but nonetheless it's in your environment and it impacts your environment, you know, whether that's simply a piece of paper, pick it up and throw it away, you know. Use judgment, however, because these are kind of crazy times, not to say I'm not telling you to be afraid, but just be aware that there are some people who will go off uh, off the handle and could do you some harm if you, uh, well, you're not wearing a mask. You could go ahead and say something that's somebody, and, and, and you, might, you might be in for it for doing that. So that's something I wouldn't necessarily do, and that would step beyond what I think would be logical uh, lines of responsibility. But there are other things that you can do to help people, not necessarily point out or find fault in them, but just to help them, you know, where you see that they need some help. Step in there and do something about it. You'll be happier for it, and, and so will they. That concludes this episode. 